Welcome to Motherhood on Tap, the podcast for mamas who laugh their way through the struggles of parenting. I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pamela Walker-Dees. Hi, ladies. Hi. Well, today we're <laughs> talking about something very light and fluffy. We're yeah, doing another very Brady renovation mini-sode. Yes. So we can talk about how much we love and love to make fun of this HGTV special. And I'm sure that some people are going to be like, well, did this come on a while ago? I'm sure it's been played on HGTV a million times I was already. just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, oh, originally we were going to try to air it like the week right after each episode comes out. I'm like, eh, yeah. three months later. Crash and burn. <laughs> but you know what I found out, Sarah? What? They're going to do a Christmas special I just it. saw that today. I don't know any of the details about it, but I saw that they were doing that. This is as much details as I know. They're going to do it. It's going to air sometime either the end of this month or beginning of December. It is um, in partnership with Food Network. So, Rhea Drummond, the Pioneer Woman, is, I guess they're going to have a okay. Christmas feast in the house and do like a big the Brady Bunch Christmas special shows and I'd say they are gonna try to milk that cash cow for all it's worth. Oh, and something I saw when I was refreshing my my memory and going back over uh, summaries of episodes today. Apparently, the very first episode of a very Brady re- renovation broke an HGTV viewership record. What? I forget what the exact number is, but it was the most watched program in HGTV history. Okay. No wonder they're making a Christmas special. Like, all right, let's keep it pumping. Keep the money going. Milk that cow. Milk that cow. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) All right. On to episode three. So what did we cover on the third episode? Well, this one, I have a lot more notes because they tackle quite a bit in this episode. Yes, they do. They do the kitchen, the family room, Alice's bedroom, and the backyard. I have thoughts on several things, but where would you like to start? I started in the kitchen because that's where they started, but I can jump around wherever you want. So you were less excited about some of the stuff that they did in episode two. This, the kitchen, for some reason, was like the least exciting room for me. I didn't care so much about the kitchen, but I thought the backyard was hilarious because of the AstroTurf. Yes. I actually, I love the family room. Mm -hmm. I even have a note that like... If I had a family room like that, I would never leave. Ever. It just looks so cozy. That long, giant couch that like, goes along against the wall, I would just live on it. Yeah, like those little day beds. I would be like, kids, awesome. I'm sorry. Mommy, Mommy's taking a nap. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But yeah, the, the infamous orange and avocado kitchen. And that was led by Leanne and Steve Ford from Restored by the Fords. Mm-hmm. So they had a, a lot to do. They had to come up with a cooktop island, a double oven brick wall, orange laminate, avocado green accents, and a working avocado green fridge. Right. Any of those individual be, individually would be difficult to tackle, especially the period-appropriate appliances in just the right color. That avocado is... Now, my parents have got rid of the avocado stove... When, by the time I came along, but I've seen pictures. Mm-hmm. So theirs was, I think it was an avocado stove, and they had the Harvest Gold fridge, mm-hmm. or it could be swapped. I can't remember, but the pictures, I'm like, really? That sounds very 70s. You, y'all really thought that was 
Well, we used to have this cr almost crushed, like, faux velvet chairs mm -hmm. that were green. We had those for a while. And one of the big things that they needed help on with the kitchen, they brought Eve Plumman, who, who played Jan, is trying to find the exact right colors to paint the chairs. Yes. Because everything in that kitchen was a very distinct shade of avocado and a very distinct shade of orange. It was a lot of orange. Yeah. It was like burnt orange. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of it that. Was, it was aggressively orange. And I have a note about that just being so much brick. Yes. I don't. I never even remembered. I did not remember that little enclave near the stove uh -huh. in the wall. I didn't remember that, but it was cool. Yeah. Was that like a countertop? It, I forget exactly what it was. It's wasn't like oh, a, it was it was like an indoor grill. Oh, yeah, like indoor grill top. Which I same thing. I had seen it in the background, but I never knew what it was. I'm like, well, how oh. they never like did anything with it. I don't think so. But wait, they would always be outside, and he would be grilling if they had. Never mind. I don't know. TV plot hole. <laughs> so, the, so again, the thing that Eve was really helping with is they found these really distinct tulip-style chairs, which are just like the ones that were on the TV show. But they were trying to figure out exactly what shade of that kind of avocadoy green was used because they, depending on what screenshot you you use from the mm -hmm. show, it might look a little bit different. So they were trying to be all right. Someone who was there. Yeah. Take a look at this and let us know which one it is. And so they narrowed it down. And she also helped choose the matte orange laminate color. Which yes. Nothing sexier than orange laminate. Oh, I know. With that. Oh, girl. Really red brick. Everything about the 70s is just like brick and paneling. <laughs> There's a lot of alcohol and a lot of drugs and a lot of tab. What about where they found... The avocado fridge. They had to crowdsource that. They did. And it, a it was like across the country, though, yes. wasn't it? So they flew. They drove there. It was like in Michigan or something. It was far. And it was in a, a family's house. But it wasn't just in their house. It was stored in the closet off of the, like, family room. Just sitting there waiting for a home. And, all, and I thought the same thing Lara Spencer thought. The closet? You've had it in the closet? And she was like, well, there wasn't anywhere else to store it. That's your answer? Like, how do you say, we're going to keep the avocado fridge? Well, where are we going to keep it? I don't know. The closet seems fine. We're not using that. If it's an empty space, it's an empty space. It's a huge ass fridge. Well, I hope you cleaned it out good before you stuck I, it in there. I love that this bothers you so much. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. Like, I don't understand. I don't. I just, the the organizational person in me is like, when you can use like, that's the not closet. the best use of space. <laughs> Damn it. That's the tech writer in me, too. Like, the white space. Like, you're just not using your space properly. It's okay. The closet is free now. <laughs> the fridge has been moved. It's out of the closet. <laughs> you're welcome. Get the fridge in the closet. <laughs> anyway, it just bothered <sighs> me because I have had many conversations with useless, useless things being in my house and I want to get rid of them. And there's always a butt. Mm -hmm. So that just. Butt fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> butt fridge. Butt fridge. 
I'm going to get us an old-fashioned avocado fridge to keep up here, but we'll actually use it. We'll put our snacks in it. And I'll build a closet around it. <laughs> you Just to piss you off. You can be such turd. I am such a bitch. It's not even <laughs> I was trying funny. to be nice right now. I'd say I could see you holding my like, no, let's just say it. Sarah's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll build. You know, you could Let's call just, a spade a spade. <laughs> you could have just left it as, we'll leave it here and put our snacks in it. But no, you had to just twist that knife just a little bit. <laughs> So let's move on to a happier topic. Let's talk yeah. more about the family room. The family room. So the Fords also worked on that room. And once again, we're printing fabric. Yeah. And I know it's expensive, but it well, was so cool. So they print the quilted pattern that's mm-hmm. supposed to go on those day beds that are in the family room. Mm-hmm. And then they took it to an actual quilter who mm-hmm. sewed it to make the stitching, like the intricate stitching. So it's this right texture. It, it lays the same way. It's fantastic. As a, as a former textile major, I appreciated the attention to detail. And for me as a crafter, I was like, ooh, that's cool. All right. I got one word for you for this room. Paneling. Oh, the family room. So many much paneling. Oh, I'm not into the paneling, but you know what? As a a dear friend of mine would say, just slap some white paint on it and call it shiplap. (laughs) That is genius. That saves you so much time, too. It's shiplap. Just turn the wrong way. (laughs) Gosh. And again, everything in the 70s, it's just, it was all just like these dark tones everywhere. Just like dark paneling and dark brick and so dark was, yeah. stone. But you had an avocado fridge, you had burnt orange laminate, you had violent green everywhere. So you That's had, true. No, no wonder such crazy colors were in. You had to balance out all the depressing paneling. Well, that's what I'm saying. There was like this over uh, contrast of colors mm-hmm. that it just. I don't know. And I now today, everything's gray. My house isn't gray. Gray. Yeah, I I find that that's why there's such contrasting, because you have the brick inside, you mm-hmm. have the paneling, you have the nasty, dirty carpet. Mm-hmm. You cracked it. So then you have to have all those contra- contrasting, like, mm-hmm. orange. Green! But yellow! <laughs> Just it's in your face! I think everybody felt like they were tripping, even when if you weren't dropping acid. Tri- tripping balls! Woo! Oh, so something I thought was cool was when they were putting up the wood paneling, because in several of the different rooms, they had very specific gapping and different sizes yeah. in the paneling, too. Yep. So what they did was they painted black or, like, very dark brown behind it. And that way, no matter how far apart they had to space it, it just looked like it was all uniform. I'm like, oh, they smart. Yeah, they smart. But it, that took a lot of work to figure that out. Yeah, it's like this much work for wood paneling. <laughs> and you're wondering, even though it was maybe all of a what a minute segment on the show, mm-hmm. it probably took them about a good two weeks to figure that whole design yeah. out. Something else that they had help from the original Brady cast on in that room was they had these very specific chairs that were around the little table in that room. And again, from the very Brady movies, they had had similar chairs, but the arms in particular were a little bit different. Yeah, they they kind of curved in a little more. Yeah, they literally just took out a saw and cut off 
the offending portion of the arms. They're like, all right, we're going to make some new ones. Okay, done. And they had to put a different color fabric on it, right? Probably. I think so. But yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny how they were like, well, we'll just saw this part of the arms off. And they're, like, they're like, all right, done. And once again, Miss Eve Plum busted out her artistic skill. She painted her own versions of the street scenes that were originally hung up on the walls. Because again, they didn't have the originals. And I also think they didn't quite have... They didn't have great shots of what they were from before. So just based on her memory and her own interpretation, she kind of just took that idea and But when they put them side by side, the show and the Mm -hmm. actual house, you wouldn't know. It looks fantastic. You wouldn't know. So yeah, and you're you're right, that room just looks like the coziest little room to hang out in. See, if there was a family room like that when I was little, I would have never left. My mom would be like, go to your bedroom. I'm just going to sleep in here. (laughs) I I stay here. (laughs) So, another fun thing they did on this was the backyard. The backyard trips me out. So, the thing about the backyard is they had to build the kitchen on, which took out most of the backyard. Yeah, so they had a very tiny plot left. Like, they had, like, a square, it seemed like. And they had to make sure that they had room for the teeter-totter. For the raised, like, patio mm-hmm. area, the dog house, um, the swing set, and they also had to make sure they had the right astroturf. Yes. So, they brought uh, Susan back to pick the astroturf because they said this will make or break the backyard. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was hilarious because here they have, like, ten different types of astroturf. And she's sitting there with her hands, like, rubbing it. She's like, that doesn't feel like it. That doesn't feel like it. Oh, that, that's it. That's it. And she's, like, mm-hmm. rubbing it like a dog. Like, that's it. Because originally <laughs> in the show, they just had fake plastic grass out there. Yes. And they were talking about how often they got scuffed up and cut up from, like, falling and having to, to work on that surface. So, like, it's actual grass. Or the, um... The, the lamps would get it so hot that sometimes their feet would, like, be burning. <sighs> And isn't that why uh, Tiger's doghouse ended up where it was? Or some of the lights melted that yes. patch of grass, quote unquote. And so yes. they're like, the house going there. House, that's where the house goes. Yes. Speaking of the doghouse, there's mm-hmm. a little tidbit we find out about the doghouse. The doghouse has a special meaning for Mike and Susan because apparently Cindy and Bobby were an item back in the day and they used to go in the doghouse to make out. This is one of those things that's weird for me to wrap my head around because I know they're not related in real life. <laughs> but for some reason, it's weird to me when people who play siblings on a show have romantic feelings off the show. Like, I used to watch the show Dexter all the oh, time. Oh, no, I know what you're going and at. And Michael yeah. C. Hall and Jennifer Carpenter, who played siblings on the show, they actually got together and were married for a time. And I'm like, that just must be such a weird vibe to be, like, romantically involved but then you also had to pretend to be each other's siblings. And then they said that Eve had a little, or was it Mary um, Marine? I can't remember if it was Eve and Marine that they said they had, they had a little marriage ceremony for Aww. them. And they went into the doghouse to kiss each other or something. They said it was like, it was like puppy love. Like they would oh, go, yeah. like they were talking about making out, which the, the. Which they were probably like, just peck on the lips. Yeah, kind of just little pecking and stuff. But I thought it was so funny because when they brought up the dog house, like they both turned blood red. Aww. And remember the mom from and daughter from Good Bones are like, 
why what's what's up with the doghouse and so they defined it and the daughter i thought she was gonna lose it she kind of had the same reaction that you did like she's like i don't know what to do with this um but karen the mom was okay. eating it up oh i know she, she was, was like crawling in there with it like let's all go make out <laughs> she was like we'll put a little curtain up just like tiger's houses and so you can have the privacy i said this last time like Karen is who I want to be when I grow up. The, like, (laughs) intentionally embarrassing mom who just thinks everything is hilarious. And they also built the teeter-totter from scratch. Yes. Which they were saying, now I see why kids didn't like this Mm -hmm. when they were little. Like, remember the mom? You just sit on the bottom of one and you trap the other person at the top. (laughs) And the the daughter's up there. She's like, I can come down now. But even though they they didn't have a lot of space and they couldn't replicate the exact layout, they still included all the elements, which I thought was impressive. Well, I thought um, Barry Williams said that 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 to his memory, it came pretty darn close. Mm -hmm. So I even liked the little patio area that they built. I thought that was pretty. Yeah. Like when I look at it, just from my vague memory of watching the show, like it doesn't feel like a whole different backyard. It feels the same. Yeah, and then they got out the football and they were trying to hit Maureen with it. Fun. <laughs> my news. Yes. Okay. So, so are we gonna go to Alice's bedroom? We are. Yes. Girl, I got some feelings about this room. Like emotional feelings or just feelings? More specifically, I've got feelings about the people who are working on this room. Lara Spencer. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of hers either. I just, again, I didn't used to have a problem with her, but just for some reason lately, I get the vibe from her that she's just completely stuck up. You think? You think? And not only that, but compared to the other rooms that were worked on, where people were trying to get absolutely every detail exactly right, they found, like, for instance, they were... um antique hunting on the east coast for different things and they found a chair that looked the back part of it looked almost Mm -hmm. identical to alice's chair but had a very different fabric on the seat and i'm like oh okay so she's going to be like all the other people and recover that and it'll be more the same no she just left it as like yeah close enough yeah close enough like you were the one in the first episode who was, was telling like, everyone of like, we got to get the detail just right. And I'm like, really? Or we're going to get Do ripped you? apart. Do or we're going to get, remember she would say, or we're going to get ripped apart if we don't get this just exactly right. Yeah, I know. The whole time uh, she was like, well, that's good enough. Well, this will work. And what I thought was because they picked Eve to help her out because, excuse me, Jan and Alice had a really close bond. Yeah. Like, their characters had a really close bond on the show, so they actually had a really close bond in real life. But I don't feel, and maybe this is the way the TV show edited it, but I don't think they really took Eve's opinions. It right. was just kind of like, look, this was what was in the room. What do you think of that? Do you think this will work? This will work. That'll work. Don't mm-hmm. you think? The only Yeah, you're right. It, was, it didn't seem as collaborative as some of the other But spaces. the real fun part of that was... Who knew she's friends with Meredith from The Office? And they go to go through her memorabilia. Kate Flannery. That she, okay, so she keeps, she has like this humongous collection that she kept from the show. Mm -hmm. In this wonderful garage that's at her friend's house. I'm like, Kate, you're a way nicer friend than I would ever be. Well, that's what I put. That's a good friend. Mm Because she like, apparently she's a pack rat. Because she's... I, I mean, my mind was blown. I was, like, stopping. I was like, wait, that's Meredith from The Office. Mm-hmm. 
wait. I remember they like when they raised it, it was like all these tubs and they're all labeled. It wasn't like one or two boxes. I mean, it, it was, was so much. It stuff. was one side of the garage. Yeah. But she had like all the original scripts, but she was trying to find, yes. I forgot what she was trying to find that was supposed to go into Alice's room, but. That blew my mind. I was like, well, now I don't feel so bad about keeping crap I had from middle school. Mm -hmm. One thing that they did seem to pay a lot of attention to detail on, oddly, was outside the room. They made sure that what you saw across the hallway when you opened the door to Alice's bedroom, that you saw the same like laundry room and hall space. Okay, cool. I appreciate that. But you can't recover the down chair. I can't get over the chair. <laughs> I couldn't it get bothers over, me. I couldn't get over the fridge in the closet. You can't get over the chair. That's true. We each have our thing. But I agree with you because I never even thought of the laundry room hallway or whatever when you mm-hmm. open the door. But the chair I probably would pick out. But they did manage to find her faux French dresser and they managed to replicate pretty closely a lot of the items that she kept on top of it. Yeah, the brush set and the green ceramic tissue box and so on. I love that. I love So it turned out really nice at the end but it's just, again, Lara Spencer in her freaking chair just just the bee in my bonnet for some reason. Anything else? Any final thoughts on episode four? No, there's just a lot. There was a lot in this episode. So, moving on to episode four. Yes. Hold on one second. I got a big yawn. Do it. Oh, big yawn. Big yawn. I'll do it right here with you. <laughs> so, what were the spaces that they did in the final episode? So, final episode are the last two rooms, which are the master bedroom and Greg's attic. Even though Greg's attic is later seasons, they still wanted to incorporate that. And... Did they actually put it in an attic space? No, they did not, because they could not raise the roof line, and that original house did not have an attic big enough, so they had to take the garage. Which I thought was a creative solution, and to their credit, they still somehow managed to make a garage space look like an attic. Yeah, so what they did is they took out the garage doors, and they took out the windows, and they put just a solid doorway to make it look like you're coming up into. Uh-huh. And then so many hidden staircases Yes, for this house, because the way that the show was shot, there wouldn't be a staircase there, so yeah. it's hidden behind a wall where you could go around the corner or through a door and go that, to it. Because that was the same staircase that you had to use to get to the master bedroom, I think. Yes, it, so it zigzagged down and zigzagged back up. Yes. And, and I put on here kudos to the construction people for building all those hidden staircases. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That, that's how they made part of the attic. They expo- They put um, wood beams up the top so it looked like mm-hmm. an exposed attic space. And they made, like, faux roof slants. Yes, faux roof slants. And then they put did that middle, how, what do you call it, that little archway thing where he had his bed. Yeah, that kind of half wall. Yeah, half wall, wall. Looks like, like where they, he took, they took studs and yeah. made a bed frame kind of headboard with it. 
And it was Jasmine Roth and our favorite Lara Spencer heading up this one. Yes. And I think I liked it a little bit more than the Alice's Bedroom because I felt like Jasmine was keeping her in check. Now, the one thing I loved that made me laugh was, and I'm not, again, I'm not a huge fan of her as well, but I love how she was making fun of, like, the carpet panels. So, Mm -hmm. because the carpet was so distinct, they could not, because it was, like, one patch of color, another patch of color. So, they had to find it as squares and put it together. And, again, all crazy 70s colors. All crazy. And she's like, so we found the yellow. We found the red. We found the green. She's like, but we can't find the terrible taupe and the dingy beige. (laughs) And I just Which love is pretty them. accurate. Those are pretty accurate. She was like, these these look like throw up. And they did. <laughs> and so I think they had to go find a legit carpet, like carpet place and have them ordered or something. So that's how they got the carpet laid out. And then they also brought in light fixtures that you would use like outdoor because mm-hmm. that's what it looked like on the show he had like the outdoor light fixtures as actual light fixtures yeah in like the attic. sort of industrial looking stuff yeah so it really did look like an attic space it did which that's not an easy thing to pull off and he and and barry williams was really nervous about it at first because he was like it just feels weird that it's in the garage slash old rec room like is it is it just not going to feel the same yeah and he yeah. walks in he's like holy smokes this looks like an attic it feels like an attic they could not get raquel the goat to come back so they got him the stuffed goat which i thought was so cute he's like oh raquel you're still here and one thing that i thought was a creative solution because almost everywhere else in the house they were able to update it so that it actually had the functions that it was supposed to have whether it's a bathroom or windows but they weren't able to put a window in where there actually was a window in greg's actual attic right so they put a fake window in the background and it had, they made it so it lit up, so it looked like there was daylight coming in. That's right. And it had the same view that it had on the show. Well, they did that trick again where they took the plexiglass and mm-hmm. put the vinyl to it and then had the light in the back, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, I, very clever. I so want to go buy plexiglass and vinyl. You come over and we'll scrape it together. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. See, <laughs> and Mark would look at me and be like, that looks awful. So something I thought was funny was when they were building the kind of half wall headboard thingy, they determined how wide the studs needed to be by how wide the bongo set was. It needs to be one bongo's worthwhile. (laughs) Like that is what I would do. It's scientific, right? And they were like, we found the bongos. That's all that matters. I remember them saying that. Boop, boop. I guess because the bongos were exactly the foot. What with? How did they figure that out? Because they had, I think, either the exact same bongos or like an exact replica of them. And they saw on the show that it fit like perfectly in the space. Oh, okay. So they're like, all right, duplicate that. <laughs> so bongo one. Bongo, bongo one. Two. Bongo two. Gotcha. I'd say it's going to be a new construction unit. Unit One bongo's worth. <laughs> How many square bongos is it? How many cubic bongos? So many bongos. <laughs> So, can we just switch to the master bedroom real quick? Yes, and I loved this project. So, in the beginning, there was pink wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. My so eyes. So much pink. I, I put my eyes 
are burning. And not, because not only was there... Oh, I was good. I have that. Tell us what else there is. (laughs) So it's literally floor to ceiling. Like, it's up on the ceiling wallpaper. Like, think pink toile. But the most brightest pink with a matching comforter set. And curtains. curtains. (laughs) (laughs) It is everywhere. Someone put a lot of stock into that pattern. I mean... (laughs) But it's that twally pattern. So it's an odd design as it is. And then it's that fuchsia pink. Beyond Pepto-Bismol. Like, go several degrees further beyond that. And the way the patterns lined up, I mean, I felt like almost like a fun house where you felt like if you're... You know what I'm talking about when you're... Oh, yeah. Or you maybe would go like in the there mirror, and you would just, like, get lost like in the a mir- um, Maybe I'm thinking, like, a mirror maze where you're, like, I see this, but I think it's the way out, but it's not the way out. I would literally go insane in that room, probably. Yeah. I would, too. But they made it into something much better. Oh, so much better. But to take that down, oh, my eyes were burning. I think... Who was in the... Which one of the Brady kids was in that room? I forget. Let's see. I think that was Jasmine Rothkin. She took the lead on a lot of these things, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, but I'm trying to think which Brady kid did it. Because even um, he, I remember it was one of the guys, because even he said, my eyes, my eyes are burning. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, mine too. Uh, was it Mike? Was it Bobby? I think it was Bobby. Yeah, he was like, dear God, this is awful. I was like, I know. And then she, when she, what I love is how she like slowly opens the closet. She's like, but it gets better. She was like. They had a comforter, too. <laughs> oh, so much. Oh, oh, and it had white carpet. Remember? That room had white carpet in the bottom, too. Yeah. My face right now. Yeah. Anyway, Mike and Carol's bedroom. Yes. Woo! Things that I loved about it. Um, I, again, the vinyl with the, pe- the plexiglass look, how they made the headboard that lit up mm-hmm. in the back. That was something I never paid attention to on the show but it's gorgeous it is gorgeous like that screen headboard thing. yeah because i guess the way the room was was that was supposed to be where she went behind the bed to go change or something or i think it's where you would go around to the bathroom yeah to the bathroom yeah because they didn't want to show that on tv or so they had but they took the wood studs to make the frame for Mm -hmm. it and then they did the plexiglass with I forget what kind of pattern. It's like white with that little vine or something to it. Yeah, like little leaves and stuff in it. Yeah. What was funny is it took three of them. The reason I was laughing and saying we can come over and do a scrape party was they were like, you have to be very careful and not get a single bubble. So one guy's holding one in and they're like, one uh, Jasmine Roth is like pulling and the uh, mic that played Bobby is like scraping Mm -hmm. to get all the bubbles out. And they time it, and they elapse the time, but it's, like, over an hour of mm-hmm. them just doing this, like, one section. And that's why I was joking with Sarah. I was like, come over. It'll be soothing. Spend an hour scraping bubbles Let's out with some bubbles. <laughs> I'm like, are we done yet? After three minutes. <laughs> After three minutes. My notorious patience. <laughs> Shut up and scrape, damn Keep it. Keep scraping. Um, one of the things I actually liked a lot about this episode was not only did they update the entire bedroom, but they went and did some thrift shopping to find some beautiful nightgowns and matching robes, robes and like, not like negligees, but, she, you know, Carol Brady wore always the- wore very beautiful, like, night clothes. Yes. And so they found some to put in her closet and... Yes, and her daughter, they had Florence Henderson's daughter go shopping with them. And just everything they found was like, 
It's so pretty. I want to wear that. And it was also kind of scandalous that she was in her night night clothes and she mm-hmm. would throw her robe over the side of the bed like mm-hmm. back in the day and but girl i wish i looked that good when i went to bed yeah you look better going to bed than i do like going to work most days <laughs> but yeah and then when they did the final reveal they even like draped one of the robes over the I foot know. of the bed like she always did when she was getting ready to go to bed i'm like that's so sweet that is so sweet yeah if i drape a, a robe at the foot of the bed it gets kicked off and the cat lays on it but hey, give me my robe back. <laughs> <laughs> that or the kids find it. What's this? Oh, it's mine now. It's my cape. I'm Supergirl. I feel like if I tried to wear something like that to bed, it would be a great example of a Pinterest fail. Like it would show what I was going for. Florence Henderson, what I look like is like an ogre with some taffeta on. It's hard to be elegant. It is. I, I, I don't want to work at it anymore. But what about the special tribute they did to Florence Henderson in the room? Yes. And that was, was that her daughter or Maureen McCormick that brought that It was in? her daughter. Her daughter. Oh, yeah. Maureen just had a really strong reaction when she saw the space. Yes. Because so Florence Henderson's birthday was Valentine's Day. And so she loved hearts because mm-hmm. of that. Anything with a heart. And so she, her daughter had this paperweight with a gold heart in the middle, I guess, that she had given to her. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I would like for you to put it somewhere in the room. And so they decided to put it on her little dresser with her hairbrushes and stuff. Nothing, her little, her little uh, makeup table. Yes. It just, it blended right in, but it was so sweet to know that that's And she showed it to um, Maureen and they told the story and Maureen started crying and she was like, because I mean. I think it was last year when Florence Henderson passed. So it's it, very it wasn't recent. That long ago, so yeah. I, you can tell that they all feel very it's still torn raw. and yeah. raw. And what I find amazing is how that show it didn't get a true series finale. I found no. out. So it ended so abruptly, but they kept in touch mm-hmm. all these years, like a family still. So yeah, I got a little little choked up when they were showing the reveal for that room for that reason. Yeah, so I I did love the master bedroom as well, just because it doesn't have the paneling and bright. It was very and there's subtle, brick, but it's painted white. But it's it's very like the colors in there is very subdued and subtle, oh, yeah, and I like that. I would do my room like that now. Like I said, days. plexiglass and vinyl. So I mean, we're coming to an end, but. Then you see the commercial mm-hmm. for a very Brady renovation behind the scenes. And I'm like, what well, didn't that... Like, isn't this whole thing a behind the scenes? Didn't we just, didn't we just do that? <sighs> and so what it is, is they're actually showing the construction of the renovations. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're showing you the renovation of the renovation. Mm-hmm. The I non-HGTV have... version. Yeah, also. I haven't watched it. <laughs> I haven't I, either. I, I'm like, I'm I good. I can only take so much. So... To finish it all up, they had a very big. Oh yes, Brady! I didn't get to Brady see the full finale. Party. They had the marching band, and they had, and the other thing too is they um, Barry Williams had gone previously and talked to the guys at Gas Monkey Garage who were on the TV show Fast and Loud. See, and I they haven't create, seen that, and they created a souped-up version of the Brady Station Wagon, <gasps> and it just cool. rolled right in there. And the mayor of Los Angeles came out and declared that May 23rd, which is that day, apparently, he officially declared it to be Brady Bunch Day. Okay, so I didn't get to see the big finale finale. 
Uh, but upcoming is the Very Brady Renovation Christmas Special. Whatever the hell that Whatever is. the hell that means. <laughs> but I will say, other than a couple of individual HGTV personalities who got a little old pretty quickly, I did enjoy some of the other ones. Like, I really enjoyed seeing Jasmine Roth on there, and I got, enjoyed seeing Mina and Karen from Good Bones. And yes. the uh, Restored by the, by the Fords, brother and sister, they were fantastic. They're, they're more normal people. <laughs> yes, they are. So I had, I did have fun watching this series. It's, it's making me want to go back and wa- actually watch the Brady Bunch again, stuff here and there to see if I still get as excited about now as I did when I was in middle school. Well, our mini-sode, which has turned into like two full episodes, but that's okay. It was nice going through all the stuff and lovingly poking fun at <laughs> annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, until next time, I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pamela walker Bye-bye! Bye-bye! Thank you so much for listening. Our theme music is by Yov Aliagon. Be sure to check out the Motherhood on Tap page on Facebook. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to get the word out about the show. You can subscribe and follow Motherhood on Tap on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other podcast apps. If you have questions or funny stories, you can email us at motherhoodontap at gmail.com. Partner with us on Patreon.com for special bonus episodes and help keep this podcast and the two of us in business. Till next time. time.